Picture this. You have some extra money that you can play with. Let's say $100. Your bills are paid. And you have three DJ gigs lined up. And thank goodness because that pandemic had you wondering how your bills would be paid. You're a sought-out DJ, so you're thankful for that. And you'll probably be getting a call or two in between time. Now, you start thinking about that restaurant you wanted to hit up. Or you're thinking about them new pair of shoes you've been eyeing. Or you think about simply saving the money. But you remember, you need new speaker cords, which runs about $25 a piece. You think about the outdated photos you have that helps with you being relevant to promoting yourself. Your DJ outfit is losing its black color, so you need more shirts. And let's not forget the $50 that comes out of your account to pay for the monthly fees for your website, Apple, Tidal, Mixcloud, SoundCloud. And you still need to get flyers made for your biggest event on top of paying for advertisement on Facebook and Instagram that doesn't seem to work. And ultimately, you need to purchase music to keep the party going. So now, you've become the audio engineer, a producer, a personality, an accountant, the inventory person, a promoter, and literally, a starving DJ. Hooray. What's the word, everyone? I'm Mr. Al P from the NPN Network. This podcast is about the world of a disc jockey, or as you would call them, DJ. We'll be analyzing their work ethics, how they survive in this new world, the glories and the misconceptions they're faced with, and much more. Introducing, the tables might wobble. Episode 3, I Got Work to Do. They say that you should focus on one thing and become a master of it. Of course, if you put the necessary time, effort, and dedication to it. How the saying go? Jack of all trades, but master of none? Personally, I don't believe that. Especially when it comes to this profession that I'm in. From experience, I've had to learn every aspect of being a DJ. I didn't have backing or the funds to have help. So I had to learn how to be creative as well as being the boss. If I had to do that, do you know the supporting cast knew nothing about it? What? What? Supporting what? cast, what? event planners, promoters, and the consumers, respectfully. <gasps> I spoke with DJ Larry Love in April of 2020 about wearing different hats while being a DJ. Larry is the captain of R&B Mostly, a brand that focuses on pushing the appreciation of R&B music in the form of a party. I felt he would know firsthand about switching caps when it's not warranted. The hardest part is you wear a lot of hats at the same time. So sometimes you don't know which hat you should be wearing the longest in that moment, which I'm grateful. I was blessed to have a great team when I came into this uh, of, of people who also do the exact same thing. Um, but sometimes they would literally just come to the DJ to DJ the event. And rightfully so. The DJ's job is to come and rock it. But when you involve a DJ's creativity, which is something bigger than just being a DJ, that's when hats and the shoes get filled. And to add to that point, most people don't believe that a DJ can be creative, which means that no one cares to see what other factors he can be effective in. So they do everything themselves. Cook, clean, oblige, host, curate, decorate, and with all of that, still have to come and rock the party. I'm DJing. 
and the cook needs me at the window because they messed up somebody's order and now that customer is going off. But it's my event, so I got to make sure that customer is straight. See? Cook, clean, curate, oblige, host, and more. There's other hats, too. I mean, shoot, you might be the janitor. <laughs> you might be the door person. Shoot, you might be the bartender if your bar person is messed up. I mean, it, I, I have friends who do all of those things while they're not necessarily exactly while they're DJing, because that can be hard. You got to spin records. But um, as a DJ, sometimes having that other DJ there, they tag them in and they go and run and do what some people would call tedious. Some people would call even underneath them jobs that are underneath them. I don't believe the good DJ and curator, the person that's trying to create that experience, they're, they're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. On top of what Larry mentioned, he's in control over creating the flyer, the event page, promoting both on social media and via email blast. The other DJs and the team help with getting the word out, but the bulk of the power lies with him. Now, how many hats is that? Like five or six, right? Here's an example of him curating a typical party. To some, it's a party, but to the party planners, you view the party as an event, which includes more detailed moves. As a DJ who wears many hats, you are kind of like a, you're orchestrating the entire thing. So you take an empty room um, and maybe it already has tables and speakers and that's it, right? So you ha- you're responsible for making sure you have all the people there. So you got your door person. You have your, if you're, most likely you're at a bar or something, something like a bar. At least they have drinks. So you have your bartender. You might have a server and a bartender. Or they might, be, might do both. You might have tables, but you don't like where they're at. So that's probably on you or your team to move those tables the way you want them, your sections the way you want them. You're also working with the venue manager. Um, usually when you're, even, even if it's a bar, that runs their bar all the time. They don't just rent out their space. They're just going to do their job, which is make sure the doors are open. Your job is to make sure everything is in place. Um, security, uh, your door person, you trust them with your money and swiping cards. Your sound person, depending on where you, what the venue is, they might not allow you to actually touch their sound. So you have to hire a sound person. But it's your job to make sure, number one, that sound person is there. And number two, that sound person knows how you want your sound. Um, everybody doesn't want to sound the same. So anything else kind of just depends on the venue. If you have artists, you're in charge of making sure the artists um, are there on time, that they know what time they're going on. You got all of the tracks loaded up to the DJ. I mean, literally all of those things falls on, especially if you're a one man show, quote unquote, and you've hired everybody else. It falls on that one person to make sure everything happens. So we're up to 10, 12 hats, right? We haven't even spoken on the technical side of things, even the sales side, the admin side, and this is all before the doors even open. So we haven't even talked about what happens during the party and after the party and after after the party. What? And we haven't even touched on what he has to do to prepare to be on the DJ side. So he has to pick the right songs to get the people playing. The songs have to be updated, and you better make sure your software is updated to the latest version. And a whole list of other things. Come on! So think about the next time you bug the DJ to play a song you think will get everyone dancing. And they're already dancing. 
Yeah, dang, DJs wear a lot of hats. <laughs> These type of DJs. A but, lot of hats, uh, brother. A lot uh, of hats. <laughs> a lot that a lot that we that we we probably don't even know that we do. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Sometimes you just do it and then think about it. And then as you get into different realms, um, those hats grow even more. We need we just talking about a club that holds fifty people. That has a bar in it. <laughs> like, that's all I'm talking about right now. Like we're not talking about festivals. We're not talking about uh, concerts. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hip hop on Saturday, February nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Join friends of James Weather Johnson Park for JWJ's Hip Hop Festival. Lifting Duval's legendary voices A celebration to honor Black History Month In a unique and authentic way By teaching a new generation The core pillars of hip-hop MCing lyricism DJ turntablism Breakdance Graffiti And knowledge JWJ's Hip Hop Festival Will feature performances and demonstrations by Mass Appeal Mr. Al Pete, Energy Chi of Love Culture Rochelle of In The Mist And many more The family-friendly festival will celebrate the past, present, and future of hip-hop. It's free to attend, and it will take place from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, February 19th. For more information, visit www.jameswellandjohnsonpark.org or follow James Weldon Johnson Park on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Funding for this event is provided through a grant from Florida Humanities with funds from the National Endowment for the Humanities. What's the word, everybody? It's your man, Mr. Al Peter, Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, and the NPN Network. And I'm here today to tell you about what the NPN Network consists of. The NPN Network is an entertainment as well as a developing media company based in Jacksonville, Florida. Our goal is to highlight various creatives that exist in spaces of music, visual arts, podcasting, and more. Within the network, we have multiple brands that will parallel with creatives, events, and other brands. The Neighborhood Podcast Network is a collective of independent podcast shows that has various topics ranging from the latest culture news, mental health, sports, and leisure conversations. We also have the Groove Suite brand that explores the realm of soul, hip-hop, R&B, funk, and more. The Groove Suite. Groove Suite. Our health and beauty section gives a view on how to keep yourself in shape, in style, and in tune with your body and your mental. Last, we have the Fly Socks and Tees, an annual summer event that brings creatives together to celebrate the past years and victories that were received. So swing by our website, mpn-llc.com, and subscribe so you can stay up on what's happening with the neighbors and the groovers. Also, follow us on our Facebook page as well as Instagram and Twitter, MPN Management. Building, but becoming. To the top. What up, y'all? It's Master Pill. DJ, MC, bartender, teacher, dad, podcaster. I do a little bit of everything. Everything. Let me extend this list. He successfully ran an annual hip-hop event called Summertime in the City. He's the founder of the Lyricist Hour, respectfully not to be confused with Lyricist Live. He had a dope event called The Cloud Sessions, which turned into a podcast. He has multiple brands, including Hip Hop and Hookah, which ties into his business, Smoking Scarabs. He's one half of one of the dopest hip hop groups in Duval, Super Complexity. And currently, he's the mastermind of the weekly event, Beats and Bubbly, which we'll talk about on this part of the show. But then, all of that mentioned, he runs the show, from creating the event to booking, controlling finances, and more. At some of these events, he's DJing as well. Did I miss anything? 
Well, especially when it comes to like rain dogs. Um, I started that position um, just as a bartender. That was kind of like my entry into bartending. And when I took it over, I took it over and it was a four hour shift where deliveries were being made. And we always had the bottom promotions, but we weren't like promoting it, weren't doing anything with it. You, you know me, I'm always plotting. I'm always trying to make things bigger and better. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, I basically built this thing called Beats, Brunch and Bubbly. You know, I knew that we had bottoms for Moses and I knew that there was dope DJs in the town that wanted to come and spin on a brunch tip. And like day parties is something that I've been, you know, trying to throw for a minute. And it just kind of fell into my lap. You know, I had a uh, No Fame come through, DJ No Fame. Uh, shout out to him. He was like, hey, man, I want to come through and DJ here during the daytime. Would you be down? And I was like, yeah, like I've been actually trying to put something like that together. And we did, and we had uh, we had different chefs come through and cook, and so that was kind of like the beginning of it. No Fame had to take a, a, a step back from DJing for a little while, and in that process, um, I brought in Peyton Locke, and he became the DJ of uh, Beach Punch and Bubbly. Let me add something here. Mass is great at what he does, without a doubt, but I'm sure the fact that him being a DJ helped him pick the right DJs to handle one, the job he would be doing if he wasn't bartending and eventually being the showrunner, and two, bringing life to the event. So big ups to DJ No Fame and the late, great Peyton Locke for keeping the vibes moving. And that's really, I feel like, where it kind of took off. A lot of people knew Peyton, um, appreciated his DJ skills, and um, he would bring something different every week. And so he, he, he brought in a, a really strong crowd of people that wanted to uh, to be there. And so he uh, he was there for a while. And we've been doing it now probably for two and a half years. Uh, Jihan is the resident DJ now in the DJ Energy. Also, because of DJ Energy, I'm going somewhere mentioning her name, all right? Well, you know, like that's, that's kind of like me. Like, I, I, I can't DJ it. I couldn't DJ it and bartend it. But I knew, you know, of other DJs that, that would be able to come through, make it dope, um, bring something different, and, and just make a day party dope. And so, you know, that's kind of that's kind of what it is, bringing bringing different musical cultures and and just mimosas and you know, sometimes a good chef to to cook up some brunch and and, and get the day started. I did forget something. He's over the Bashman event. <laughs> Here's the story behind that. The bachelor was more like an accident, um, the way that it happened, because uh, we were supposed to do the porch fest, and our porch got canceled. And me and uh, DJ Monster were like, "Well, we need to. We should still do something." We we were doing the you know the soul porch at porch fest, and uh, it just so happened that the Shanytown didn't have an after party going on, and we was like, "Well, let's throw an after party." And uh, at the time, I was, like, heavily playing a bunch of, like, Latin music, old school salsa, like, reggaeton. And I was like, well, you know, Monster Wines, you just bring in all of the reggae stuff. I know, like, that's your thing. And we kind of, like, mashed it up. They did so well, we did it again the next month. And um, they just kind of took off. And we, we ended up branding it, calling it The Bashment. And we've been doing that now a year and a half. Since this recording, it's been over two years, so they're skating into year three of the Bashment. So cheers to Mass and everybody else. Or bubbly to that. What? 
We've talked more about other topics surrounding DJing, but I asked him to give me his views on if it's necessary to wear multiple hats or if it's a thing where it just happens. I think that this just, it's just always been in me. Like, that's just, I don't, and I, I mean, I, I, I do well with others and I can, I can go into other situations and, and work with other people, but at the end of the day, I like, I like hosting things and like, my vision is not always seen, and so I have to just kind of do my thing. Like me starting hip hop and hookah wasn't like a vision that I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this thing where I'm, I'm doing hip hop and hookahs, and we're gonna be freestyling." It was just like, it was just what we did. It was just like all the hip hop heads came. I like the beats was spinning, you know, spinning hip hop, and like he would throw one instrumentals, and then me and Kool Aid, you know, Kool Aid was like, "I'm gonna just bring a mic." He bring his little wireless mics and we, we would just be freestyling. We we walk in between the cars, stop at the lights, be freestyling to them, and they'd circle the block, come park, and come you know come chill, you know. So it, I think that um a lot of my ideas that I have, you know, I, I I look to try to do something somewhere, um and if I can't, you know, then I then I when I have an idea, like I'm like, well, I'm gonna do this idea. I'm gonna find a way to do this idea. And if that means I gotta do it on my own, I do it on my own. And I agree with that. Sometimes us DJs go beyond the status quo and want to see things happening. While we're up there giving the people what they want, we're full of ideas all the way from what song to play next, all the way to thinking about another event that could happen that isn't happening in the city. And unfortunately, people don't see us any further from the turntable. So we step in and make things happen. You know, we we, we wobble the tables. What? <laughs> all, right, all right. Sorry for the bad joke. In the next episode, we'll get into three stories from three different women and gender expensive DJs. I just didn't want to. It takes a lot of effort now. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a lot of effort for me as a female because I don't get treated the same, you know. It's surprising, you know, there are a lot of people that'll come up and, oh, do you take requests? And I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, oh, okay, respect, no worries. And they back off. Every now and then you have somebody that's like, and I'm like, I just put my headphones back on because when I do that, I can't hear anything. I think more so what I wanted to do was like, yes, I wanted to like get my chops up as a DJ, but I think more importantly, as someone who is a rapper and a singer and like in black community, I wanted to create that community for my, my queer people. I don't know. I, I mean, I just, I, w- I, w- I want to see if you could help me, you know, write it. Thanks for listening to The Tables Might Wobble, an original podcast by the NPN Network. I'm Mr. LP. This show was produced and written by me, with editing and mixing by me, music and sound design by me. For more information on the NPN Network, swing by npn-llc.com and follow NPN Management on Instagram and Twitter and the NPN Network group page on Facebook. You can also follow me at Mr. Al Pete MPN on Twitter and Mr. Al Pete on Instagram. For sponsorship inquiries or just to let us know how dope we are, email us at mpnmanagement at gmail.com. Building but becoming, y'all, to the top.
going into it, I want to be able to present it to where I'm acknowledging the pronouns, but at the same time to, you know, include, include you know, when I talk about women, talk about it to where I'm, you know, I'm acknowledging both sides of it. 